You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. And you can subscribe to the pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get them. You can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Nada the Scribe. Also, this episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. I did go over the Twitter handles for all of us, including oh, the podcast show handle you probably are familiar with it already with not of the scribe one he's a very frequent contributor to twitter.com as well as the playoff discussion which irks him to no end when people are going with this playoff or bust mantra we had a full-on discussion about this yesterday not you and i nada but you did with hornets twitter and a few of other a few other people that wanted to chime in that do believe this is playoffs or bust so much to the point where you were saying, Hey, let's give us real expectations around this Charlotte Hornets team to the point where you also said, look, the Hornets finish as a top five team in the East and I'll dye my hair purple and teal to which I immediately screenshotted it. Of course you did. Like what? Saved it in my phone. Did it again. What kind of friend are you? Did it again to make sure I had two copies of said tweet. Thank you to Panthers Mafia slash Pre Malone for saying there are backups. So you are not escaping any of this whatsoever. A top five team in the East, and you'll dye my hair. Per- you'll dye your hair purple and teal with the honeycomb. And I also tweeted it out and said with the honeycomb yeah. too. Yo, that but put pinstripes. Well, I mean, I'd be down for anything that you want to do to your hair that matches what maybe Hugo might wear. I, I, I want to see this happen, and uh, there are receipts, my friend. You are not backing out of this at all. I, hmm. First things first, the fact that... <laughs> you said, hmm, you're really, no, no, you're really thinking on how to no, back I, out. I, look, I, the only way I back out is if my day, again, one of my day jobs says, nah, this can't happen. Like, we're not affecting my money. <laughs> That's right. We are not. The other thing is, the two backouts. My employer says no. My girlfriend says no. Those two. Oh, I think, hey, that that's your, if your employer says no, that's fine. But I, if the girlfriend says no, Nada, you might just have to deal with it. This is the deal that you made with everybody on Twitter.com. I'm just saying the girlfriend says no. The like, I, I can't. I got to keep a happy home here, guys. I have to keep a happy home. So therefore, you should have thought about that before you press I, I send. Know. Have you ever heard Herm Edwards before? Herm don't Edwards, press don't yeah. press send. You did not follow the advice, my no, friend. No, I didn't. And you know what? That's okay. I'm just like, here's my question. And this is why it escalated to the point that it did. Because I had a conversation. <laughs> I've had a conversation in my mentions about this for the last 24 hours. of my problem with this is when did playing game like the cap it at the playing game become a bad thing? When did it become this? Because for some reason, everybody wants to be like, no, this team ceiling is higher. And I'm just wanting to understand like where it's okay for this team to be a playing team for another year. They're still super young. There's still a whole bunch of Similac on the breath, 
of these guys, it's it's a super young team. What's the problem? I don't understand this, Walker. Why are people in my mention saying, oh, they have a higher ceiling like that? Oh, they're better than Atlanta, which really, or they're on par with Atlanta, which is really not true. I think that's the thing that I'm, that annoys me the most. For a team that has ne- historically never been to the Eastern Conference Finals to somehow put themselves on the same level as a team that was just last year in the Eastern Conference Finals, that is highly disrespectful for the team that actually made it. There's not a... I, let me just calm down. Yeah, let you okay? Do you need a let breather? Down for a second. Yeah, do some of those exercises. Make sure that you're all good because we care more about mental health than we do you sticking it to everybody that thinks the Hornets can be better than the Atlanta Hawks. Here's what I'm going to say about all of this because I did read a lot of those tweets and a lot of people were discussing how it's okay to ask this team to be a playoff team rather than just a play play in team. And I think that is okay too. Like, I understand your point, Nada, because the, the nuance in all of this comes with the fact that the East did get better and you're saying, where are the Hornets going to finish? You're kind of asking the prediction. How good are the Hornets compared to the other teams in the Eastern Conference? Where I think some of the argument gets kind of swayed and gets lost in translation when the original argument might be, okay, if that's true, that the Hornets aren't better than a lot of these teams in the East, then that's frustrating. And why aren't they? And you can talk about, this Hornets team having just been going into year three of a rebuild. I even agree with you the first year you run at it with Kimba. There's a really nice argument to be had about not trading them um, and trying to collect some assets in return. But I, I even agreed with you at the time, right? One last year of Kimba going at it with our best player in organization history. I, I find value in that. Okay, so fine. You know, you hit on LaMelo ball. You hit on a PJ Washington, a Miles Bridges. You bring in a Gordon Hayward, a Terry Rozier, big time contracts, especially with this extension. And all of that gets you a 10, a nine, an eight or a seven seed. I can understand why people would be frustrated with that, especially now this being the fourth year of the tenure of the head coach and GM in place. And even if it is the third year rebuild, here we are talking about this team being ahead of schedule, capitalize on it. You know what I mean? And and I, I did see you make this point as well about how it's not all that common to see guys in year two make their team have a big jump. Uh, so Memphis has John ja Morant and they get in. That's the Western Conference we're talking about. You have the Dallas Mavericks, Luca. I understand Luca is a different animal. Still, you're talking about something different with the second year guy. If you want to go Zion, yeah, not necessarily a playoff team, but Zion second year really helped the Pelicans at least flirt with a playoff spot again in the Western Conference. Like, it's okay to ask more for your team to get into the postseason. And if you don't think they're there, I think it's also okay to say, well, then what did the team do this offseason? And is it the right thing? I think all those questions are more than fair to ask about this organization. I'll say this. The questions are fair. But remember, what did we hammer them about? for not doing and what is still really not addressed uh, did you hammer him i don't think you hammered him, Nada. i think you were agreeing and in, in mitch we trust in mitch we trust but at the same time we were both saying hey where's the cent- where's the other center i think we yeah. were both no i i agree but uh, no I, I agree and and but i i kind of had a problem with it and it seems like yeah like i guess i guess you don't have a problem with them not getting a center 
even if it means that this is a team that's going to stay behind all the other playoff teams. And I'm the one that's saying, well, let's go ahead and try to figure out how to get better in these certain scenarios. So this can be a playoff team because, you know, last year, I think another part of this that's kind of getting frustrating on people too is here we are discussing next year the expectations come and then now we're saying next uh, now it's the next year right like they didn't take care of it this offseason now the next year so when does it stop for you when does oh, like when, is, is, when does, is, do the expectations actually start for me the expectations start like to me this feels like and this is this is my this is my entire take on this i'm okay with saying Hey, have those play playoff expectations when it's a fair point to judge them on this. Years, like, we're in that in-between time. Had they gotten a real center, I'd be like, hey, look, if they don't make it, then cool. But right now, this is still a super young team. They're straddling the fence. If you want to kill them for anything, kill them for straddling the fence. That I can understand. But for right now, until, this, until center is addressed... And we're very not sure about that until the defense is ad- addressed. We're and we're still not sure about that. The only thing we know about this team, yeah, qu- at this point right now, from everything the film has told us, is that when they're healthy offensively with Gordon Hayward and Lamelo Ball, they're a damn good offensive team. That's the only thing we know. The other two things, I don't think you. It's fair to expect playoffs when those two things, defense rebounding block shots all of that all of that's a question mark if you're but not i think the question is that was a question mark before going into the offseason too same things happened so the criticism could come at the point to why didn't you address it in the offseason so you could get there fair that's the point and 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 if they didn't address it when they knew these problems were going to persist I can see why people would get mad at that. But I understand yeah, I mean, getting mad it's, at that. I don't understand getting mad at people, again, people saying this roster, and again, the expectations, and then people getting mad at, hey, this team talent-wise is a playing team or or at best. I don't understand that. That's the part where everybody was coming into my mentions because literally this started off of a Nikias Duncan article that I said I agreed with. Like That's where mm-hmm. this came from. A lot of, and, and yeah. to me, well, these again, I, this is the problem though, right? Like, I think it's a very thin line that we're crossing over a lot of what are the predictions and, and are those predictions okay? And uh, yeah, like I agree with you that the Hornets are probably a play-in team. Also, I think there's some criticism that, well, okay, why are they just a play-in team? Can they get past all of this and get to the playoffs? Okay, then why aren't they a playoff team? Well, you went over some of those examples like, okay, why didn't we fix that? Could they have been fixed? What are some of the things they could have done differently in order to get them that way? Could Did you have to sacrifice the future in order to get some of that right now? And I don't think so in a couple of different scenarios. And I think that's, that's the point. That's fair. That, and, uh, and see, that's, and, that's and, fair. And, and that's the problem. That's fair. But putting unfair expectations on this team, that's the problem I have. Because it's like you're looking at something. The best way I could put it is – you're wanting a – it's like going to McDonald's and expecting a perfectly cooked filet mignon. Like, at that point, who's the idiot for expecting the filet mignon to be at McDonald's? You or McDonald's that doesn't have it? This team doesn't have it yet. I don't like the fact that people are throwing 
this roster in on the same level as the Knicks that play defense and rebound. But here's the thing about that Knicks reference. I was exact. I actually was literally about to bring them up. The Knicks were getting talked heavy, heavy about kind of in the same category last year, and nobody expected them to be the fourth team in the Eastern Conference. That's the thing, too. A lot of this, we just have no clue. Fair. I mean, you know, I mean th- things crazy things happen in the NBA. Like, I, I agree with you, Nada. If, if you and I are going to go back and forth about where the Hornets are going to finish, it, it, it's not that far off for us to really disagree about too much, right? Like, you know, 36 and a half, whatever the Vegas number is, and, you know, they finish as a play-in team rather than a playoff team. But I absolutely can see a scenario where the Hornets are good enough to be a six seed. You know, it's it's certainly not crazy because none of us had the Knicks being a top four seed last year. You would have you would have done the orange and the blue hair thing if anybody made that deal with that's you last fair. season, right? That's, As a top you know, four team. That's fair. But here's the thing, because I got an idea because, you know, we're going to call call an audible because we're already going long and I can see us getting yelled at by Doug by doing a 50 minute podcast about this. So, <laughs> get out of here, Doug. So I will say this. Hey, we're we're, we're I, talking. I this. Why don't we? Because I have a question. I, I need to give you the break to think about it at this point. Because okay, that's fine. If this team is a top six caliber team, what are the things that need to happen for this to be a thing? Because I think we need to have that discussion on the other side. Because there's things that I see that it has to be for it to be that way, and it's gonna like, and I think. The, I can't talk about it on Twitter because we lose nuance and everything else like that. But here, my medium, yo, mm-hmm. I'm down to have this conversation with you. Hey, you are the alligator in the water hunting the prey that is on your turf. I am down with that, and we can do that the next segment. But first, you have to tell the people way into the middle of the podcast about how great Sleeper is. It's a fantastic partner that we have now here with the Locked On Podcast Network. Absolutely. Sleep. The, in 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized that the game of fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being won and lost based on players who had more scheduled games that week. It didn't make sense, and it required such little strategy, even a child could do it. And sometimes the children did do it. So in 2020, <laughs> Sleeper created a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick. It's only available on Sleeper. In game pick, owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's total score, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. The days of losing because your opponent's players just simply had more scheduled games. OVA, O-V-A-H. The days of mindless busy work, O-V-A-H, OVA. The days of giving up halfway through the season because of that busy work, nah, they're done too. In game picks, you pick one game per week for each player placed on player matchups, home versus away, opponent's defensive rating, pace of play, and more. Whether you prefer redraft, keeper, or dynasty, game picks has you covered. Sleepers finally cracked the code on fantasy basketball. If you play fantasy football, if you prefer building out strategy instead of doing useless, busy work, you are going to love game picks. Download the Sleeper app and start your league with your friends today. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. All right, we try to end the podcast quickly. Coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets pod. (laughs) This is Locked on Hornets. I don't like doing that unless, like, I am totally annoyed. I don't drop the big joker in spades or that early 
I don't drop the big joker. I only do it when I am officially annoyed and I don't want to have this conversation. And I'm going to be real honest with you, Walker. I, the last thing I want to be talking about at 10 at night is Blake Griffin and the possibility of him coming here. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. All right, Nada, before I answer your question, why don't you tell the people about Sweatblock? You are the spokesperson for a couple of great companies here today. Tell them yeah, about Sweatblock. Sweatblock loves me. So, and they're the com- currently the number one antiperspirant category in Amazon. So apparently America and the world loves them. And there are a few uncomfortable things that we have to talk about sometimes. Namely, the possibility of dyeing my hair, but other than that, sweat as well. And some of you guys know I personally deal with this. I speak in public. I can't help but sweat. In fact, I'm yelling and sweating at the same time right now. And that's why I use Sweatblock antiperspirant wipes. Sweatblock is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime. Go to bed. The next morning, you wake up, you wash because this is a pro-washing podcast, and you go about your day without worrying about sweat. Guaranteed. It sounds too good to be true, but I only got to use it a couple of times a week, and it keeps me dry the entire time. No pitting out, no more picking my shirts based on which one will hide the sweat better. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, it's imperative that they check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code locked on, or at Amazon, where it is again, number one. Or at CVS, it's Sweatblock, y'all. Do you think there are any anti-wash podcasts out there? <laughs> we're we're a pro wash podcast. Is there any anti wash podcast? I would say I, I I can't give my answer to this because you know what Walker, someone's going to say I'm bringing politics back into this podcast and give me another two star review. I ain't doing it. <laughs> Did you get two stars? You got that many? That's excellent. Yeah. I, I, that that many? I think that many. <laughs> like they leave you alone. They hate me. They, well, no, they. That's not true. They. they I, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm out here getting one stars with you as well. Uh, I was just surprised you got two. That's excellent. That that's way more than the one that uh, we got a couple of days ago as well. Maybe Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. They're probably hosting a podcast out there. They might be. Yeah, angry. I was about to say Hollywood. Hollywood is probably very very anti-wash Jake Gyllenhaal he might be that as well Um, maybe those are a couple of podcasts that are anti-wash all right you ask what happened uh, has to happen with this Hornets team in order to be a top six seed and I've I've said it a lot it was the number one thing that had to happen I talked about on the locked on Mavs podcast when I spoke about the Hornets with Nick Angstad it's all about internal improvement Mm -hmm. it's it's something I've said a million times you know they're they're banking a lot on that this year Gordon Hayward, we know what he is. He's just got to stay healthy. We don't know how healthy he is. We just we know his basketball ability. He needs to stay out there on the floor. Kelly Oubre's a little bit of a wild card. It's not anything that you can depend on. You can like the signing because the good things about Kelly can really help this team, but a little bit of a wild card, especially with a down shooting year last year. But maybe you believe in the positive energy that is surrounding him right now. You do lose Devante, you lose Malik Monk, you bring in a Kelly, you're hoping Gordon can stay healthy. You know, you got Terry. The big swing things that can happen are, I may, I guess Kelly is a swing thing, but it's PJ yeah, growing. Kelly's absolutely swing. swing yeah, thing. yeah. And that's, and that's fine. PJ has to improve, Miles improving, and does LaMelo become an all star this year? It's going to be tough. That's fair. There are a lot of players that are very good in the backcourt in the Eastern Conference. Does LaMelo play well enough to consider all-star recognition you know is is that a part of his bag as soon as his second year in the league we see superstars get that all-star nod 
the second year in the league all the time? Will it be a matter of him deserving it based off of play on the court compared to the other all-stars? Maybe he gets it because he's extremely popular, which is totally fine. Not anybody, should, nobody should apologize for it. But those are the types of things I think that have to happen for this Hornets team to be a top six seed. And I could see it. Like, it's not like that's the craziest thing in the world. It's probably not the smartest thing in, in, in the world also to put money down. PJ, Miles, LaMelo, bam, all of them. They're riding a high. Every one of them improve in a ton of different categories for this team to be successful. But I can see a, a universe where that happens, though. It's, I can see a universe where that happens. Like, you're talking, for me, it comes down to a couple of things. Because I can see yours realistically happening. One one of either Nick Richards or Vernon Carey needs to step up and take that backup center position. It's probably going to be Carey if if I was going to wait it, but because I don't think like despite the fact that we're hearing all this buzz that Kai may be ready to participate earlier than we thought, I don't necessarily believe that. Lamelo's got to be like third team all the NBA. I think that kind of growth needs to happen. I also think that if we're going to do this, the team, the, uh, I really hate saying this, but Book Knight's got to be top three in the rookie of the year voting. Like, you got to think about it like that, too. Like, those three things, and then on top of that, we're talking about at least, and I stress this, at least two teams of the Knicks, Celtics, Heat, Chicago falling apart, like disintegrating from jump. Or just kind of, I, yeah, in, in my opinion, maybe even just staying stagnant while the Hornets improve. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, you could see, and, and the Bulls are going to be better this year. I, I don't see a scenario where they're god-awful. There are plenty of people that don't love the Chicago Bulls for what they did, but they're going to be better than what they were last year. They have to be. It's just, it, I, it would be weird if they weren't. Yeah. Um, I could see the Knicks taking a step back. I mean, it's not like we haven't seen teams take a step back with Thibodeau before, you know, so I, I could certainly, I, I could certainly see that happening. RJ Barrett though, the improvement of him, that would be really something to watch that could really put them um, up there and, and stay the same even more. So yeah, I, I hear you. Like I, it's, it's going to be tough for all of the good things to happen for them to be a top six seed. But again, it's it's these debates kind of get lost when you're discussing, hey, where do you think they're going to predict? Well, you know, like, uh, you know, Sacramento, we don't have any belief in in a year. And there's a reason for that. And they get criticized. Like, you know, are we going to say yeah. it's yeah, we can say it's stupid to put them in the playoffs. But we can also criticize Sacramento for not giving out a product that would make us say, oh, they did a good enough job to where they can get into the playoffs. You know, we can go to these organizations Agreed. and do that kind of thing. All right, let's go to one more segment. Let's uh, continue to give you the leftover sound bites from Media Day. We're going to milk this thing all week long, plus some pretty cool news coming out about LaMelo Ball yesterday. That's coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast, but not before I give you rockauto.com info. I almost forgot, but I shouldn't have because rockauto.com mm -hmm. is fantastic. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Don't be scared anymore. Rock Auto is a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low. So go to rockauto.com right now. You can see all the parts available for your car or your truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, 
All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right, we talk about LaMelo coming up next. Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. I said, oh, oh, hell yeah. Just giving that confirmation of how awesome this is going to be. You tweeted at me. You're going to be singing the chorus to Billie Jean if you ain't careful. <laughs> and Again, I point to the lie. Yes, I. You're, well, yeah, you're right. This goes back to our first conversation. There's a yes, lot of babies does. being exactly. had out there. Goodness gracious. Exactly. Unexpected ones. Point ones to that the lie. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the NFL game. It's in full force. Head to the website. Use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts, promo code locked on. Uh, not a, one of the things I wanted to talk about with LaMelo. We'll just reference this and then end it for today. LaMelo Ball announces a four-year scholarship program to encourage the, quote, next generation of sports executives and leaders. So LaMelo, even at the young age of 20, already a businessman. Charlotte Hornets rising star LaMelo Ball reportedly did that. Um, reading some of these tweets, I think did TMZ Sports report this first? I believe they were the ones that had this, uh, at least initially. Um So he'll be uh, helping one lucky student looking to study sports management or communication marketing at Long Island University's Rock Nation School of Music, Sport and Entertainment in the fall of 2022. So pretty cool thing that uh, LaMelo Ball is doing. He said, quote, I want to encourage the next generation, all of that um, to follow their dreams. Uh, and just like I did in order to make it to the NBA. So cool on LaMelo for as a, a philanthropy. Absolutely. Uh, the entire like doing education is really interesting. Doing it from the rock nation school is very, very interesting because granted you have to be certified to be a sports executive at times and especially sports agent. And it's a long arduous process. But at the same time, we've seen a whole bunch of people from all different walks of life become a become a sports agent. Rich Paul is one of the most most famous at the same time. So doing this and doing it in a way that essentially will show you that, hey, anybody can do it. And more importantly, LaMelo is allowing access to people that normally wouldn't get that chance is so, so cool. And the fact that it's a four-year scholarship on top of that, yo, this this is really, really awesome. It's a really good look. And for a lot of us, like for me, the fact that he's doing this, he's trying to say necessarily we don't necessarily need school, but here's a way for you to not go the typical four-year degree route. Very, very awesome. Really, really cool. I can't wait to see what comes of this. Yeah, and just real quickly, students with a 1100 SAT score or 22 in the SAT score are eligible. I didn't even know if that was relevant anymore, but here it is, and the app requires a written essay on what the LaMelo scholarship will mean to them 10 years down the road. We were talking about leadership from LaMelo the other day. Certainly something here that would, I would think, uh, at least lead down the path to leadership. That's community leadership leadership right there. there. Yeah, absolutely. He's Ryan. He's riding around the community in his Lambo and also improving the community around that Lamborghini. That'll do it here for the Lockdown Hornets podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Have a great rest of your day. Do not forget to tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Lockdown NBA, Hollinger and Duncan. There's so many shows. Just tell your smart device to say uh, to play any one of those shows on the network. We got one more show to finish out the week. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Thanks again for hopping on.